That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast. We help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening in, welcome. Very glad you're here today. You found just the right place that you need to be in this moment right now. Shout out to the homies Humans from Canada. Love this intro song. One of my favorites. You can check out their music at humansmusic.com on iTunes, Spotify, all that. Little love to them. How many times did Clark Little and Tony Hawk fail before they got it right? It's a good question. And I know the answer to it a lot. If you're wondering who Clark Little is or Tony Hawk, get to that in just a couple of minutes. Before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. As well as check out the Locals community, That Sober Guy Podcast Sober community on Locals, another way to put it. Uh, It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. You can help support us there. Uh, You can also be part of a growing sober community to help stay accountable and, of course, have some fun in the process. Lots of good folks in there. Love to have you join. It's growing every day. We're getting quite a few new members joining every single day, so it's awesome to watch that grow. And I want to just encourage everyone to keep participating in there, sharing uh, your thoughts, your pictures, videos, anything that you want in there. Uh, it's a great little community. It's a safe community uh, to, uh, to be comfortable in, talk about recovery, uh, talk about sobriety. What are your struggles? What are your wins? Uh, and then have some fun in the process as well. So you can download the Locals app or you can go to that soberguypodcast.locals.com. Both those links are in the show notes. Uh, You can also grab how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety digital podcast course. Uh, If you're struggling out there, if you're new to sobriety, you're in your first 90 days, man, they're so crucial. I know when I got home from the old rehab, uh, those first 30, 60, 90 days, man, they were tough. And uh, it's, you kind of, you're trying to find yourself. You're trying to integrate back in. If you're going back to work or you're, uh, you're trying to find some work or you're going back into a relationship or going back into life in general, uh, man, it can be tough to figure out yourself, figure out how to stay sober, putting the work in. What are some resources? What do I do? What's the schedule like? All that kind of stuff. Uh, I got together with some of my friends, some fellow podcasters, a couple of doctors, uh, and we discussed all this. We shared how we stayed sober in the first 90 days. Um, The doctors talked about what they have seen from a doctor perspective about folks who've gone through their first 90 days sober, what worked for them, what didn't work for them, what they learned. Um, All that good stuff is in there. It's helped a lot of people. I think we have over 160 members who've taken the course. We've had some great feedback from it. Um, so if you want to check that out, you can go to www.thatsoberguy.com slash courses, and you can click on that there. And as a matter of fact, I'm working on a new course right now. It's geared towards the dudes. I'm super pumped on it. I have a launch date of, uh, July for, well, a completion date of July 1st, and then a, a launch date shortly after that, that I haven't exactly set yet. Uh, but I'm putting in work on this one. Um, I've, uh, I've, I've really done, uh, a lot of homework, a lot of research on this. And of course, 
you know, put in all my own experience that, um, you know, that has gone on in my own struggle and, and, uh, journey with trying to cut that alcohol out of my life for good. So, uh, we'll be announcing that here soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, man, we got some great new hoodies. I actually just got a new sample t-shirt and a couple of hoodies in the mail. The sobriety shaper hoodies, uh, got two of those. I got the shred sober, uh, t-shirt that's dope. It's like banana yellow. <laughs> the one I can't wait to wear. I'll probably rock it this weekend. Uh, and then, uh, we got some new hats on there as well. Actually, I don't think the hats are up yet. I've had some issues with the, with the, uh, the supplier over there, uh, getting the design right. So we're still working on that, but those should be up soon. If you want to use the promo code, no hangover, cause who the hell wants a hangover? We're so glad we're done with those. Those of us who are staying sober and don't have to deal with that crap anymore. Uh, if you want free shipping on any of those items, uh, go to that sober uh, click on the merch tab and it'll take you to the sober guy store punch in no hangover at checkout and you'll get sh- uh, free shipping uh, through the end of the month just a couple days left in that month so be sure to go grab some swag on there and then if you're on instagram uh or if you're in the locals chat if you do pick some of that up feel free to uh take a nice snapshot of yourself and put it up on the old gram or the old locals community so we can check it out and then all the links from today's podcast will be in the show notes so you can find any of that stuff in there as well all right so our title today um how many times did clark little and tony hawk fail before they got it right um and this is kind of come up throughout the week is some notes that i've taken a couple of um a movie that i watched a documentary uh and then um uh, the documentary is called Shore Break, the Clark Little story. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, and then Tony Hawk, we Cash and I were watching some skating, and we just so happened to come across what not only were we watching skating, we were actively participating in some skating at the skate park a couple of days this week and around the old neighborhood, uh, as well as playing Tony Hawk uh, on Xbox. That they, they combine the games one and two together. So we got that a few weeks back, and we've been smashing on some just lots of skating going on lately which has been awesome did some golfing as well so we're going to work that in there cash talking about his golfing he wasn't a good golfer all this kind of goes back into and i I had to tell him like cash i'm almost 40 and i'm still a shitty golfer too i didn't say shitty by the way i said bad still a bad golfer not very good but it's those one shots that you know keep you going those little wins that we don't quit and give up and um failure is all part of this game of life like we fail at things and it sucks failing sometimes but failing is where we learn and that's where we uh, build up the courage the tenacity to pick our you know asses up off the ground and keep going you know we only lose when we quit we only really fail when we give up and that's kind of that's kind of the the foundation set for this. Um, how many times have we failed at trying to stay sober? You know, for many of us, I know for me, it was a big struggle. It was, you know, I switched back and forth from smoking weed. I'm not going to drink. You know, I'm not. You know, and then I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to do any other drugs. I'm just going to drink beer. And you know, it would go back and forth. And then I would stop for a couple of weeks. And then, sure as hell, I'd be drinking again a couple of weeks later because something would happen. You know, I, I, uh, you know, and you can look at those as failures along the way. 
but really I never truly failed because I didn't, I didn't give up. I kept trying. I kept trying to quit. And eventually I was able to get it right. You know, I shouldn't even say I was able to get it right. Cause I was just exhausted and I don't know what I did. I just gave up. I just surrendered basically. Um, but I, I, I kept at it. I kept trying, I guess is the, is the point. And so as, I, as we were watching some of the, you know, this documentary, the, the Clark little, uh, shore break, uh, documentary, the Tony Hawk YouTube video of him attempting the 900 and finally landing it. Uh, I think it was X games five in San Francisco, um, you know, that I started to think about this stuff. And, and so I, I wanted to start with the Clark little shore break, the Clark little story. Number one, if you haven't seen this documentary, it's on, it's on Amazon prime. That's where I found it at. And it is a great doc. And there is some epic photos and waves and uh, footage from from Hawaii and just Clark Little shoots some amazing um, pictures and and photographs inside of these waves that are shore break waves. Um, and what the hell is going on? There's a cat or something. I think the cat is scratching, is doing something back there. But um, th- these photos are they're amazing. And he started this. He's a little background. He started this company you know, this photo company. Well, actually, you know what? Let me, let me back up a little bit. Let me read. This is from the website. And I put, uh, just a little shout out to, to Clark little photography, uh, go to Clark little photography.com. The, 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 uh, you can order a copy of the DVD. If you want to do that, you can also get it on Amazon anywhere else. It's on the website here. Let me kind of read the, the synopsis of the film here. The Clark little story is a uh, genre defining action adventure, nature documentary film, highlighting a whole new generation of action wave photography. Dive into the life of renowned water photographer, Clark little, as he takes on the world's most dangerous shore break around the Island of Oahu. When he's not in the water, Clark shares the insider tips and techniques that have taken his photos from his living room wall to inside the Smithsonian. Filmed and edited by surf per, uh, personality Peter King, Shorebreak is one hour of nonstop action that'll have you inspired and prepared to start capturing your own Shorebreak moment. So just a little background on the movie. Definitely go check it out. It's worth an hour. I promise you're, you're, you're going to love it. If you love beach life, if you love surfing, if you love um, you know, that, that connection spiritually to something through the water, you're going to love this, uh, this film. And here's my thought behind this though. And here's how this ties into the, the failure part of this is, as I listen to Clark, they obviously are interviewing him throughout the movie, as well as showing the footage of him taking these photos. Um, it occurred to me how much time he's put in and how many hours upon hours and, uh, you know, rolls of film and, and photos that he's taken over the years to capture these amazing pictures, you know, and, and we see the, all the amazing ones, right? That's what they show you in, in, in the, in the documentary, you're going to see some of these and they, he has an Instagram too. I follow on there. So, th- you know, there's some, there's some great ones that you can check out. You can buy them. Of course, they're not cheap by the way. I, I don't have any, I'd like to get one one day. Maybe that'll happen. Um, but point being what you don't see is all the shitty photos that Clark little took. <laughs> Cause I promise you when he first started out and even up until today, 
you know, stuff happens sometimes. You got a bad angle or the light was crappy or, or something happened. You slipped and fell. You got, maybe you got destroyed by a wave and this photo came out blurry. There are hundreds, probably thousands upon thousands of shitty photos as well that didn't come out good, you know, or how about when Clark Little first started? Yeah, he took some awesome pictures when he first started. They, they even show some of them too, but he was learning as he was going. And he kept showing up day in and day out, going down early as heck in the morning to get down there uh, to, you know, to, to take a couple hundred pictures when the, when the surf was great and then going back at lunchtime, you know, to, for another hour and then going back in the evening time for another couple hours, he was taking thousands upon thousands of photos in order to get a couple of these amazing shots that now sell for thousands of dollars. You know, eventually he got to that. And and it's what's cool is, and I'm, I don't want to ruin too much of the, the movie for you, but I will say this, I think it's fair enough to say is that he started this company just out of like his wife brought home um, a picture that someone had took of a wave. And he was like, dude, you, you paid money for that. I think she paid, you know, I don't know how much it was. It wasn't like crazy expensive, but she paid for it like a, a framed picture. And he was like, dude, I could like take a better picture than that. So he went down with his, you know, little camera and started taking pictures of the waves and boom, you know, the, the photography company was born and he's gone on to capture some of the most amazing photos. But point being, he's failed many times. He's taken tons of shitty pictures and he's taken some amazing ones along the way. And so with the, with the pictures that aren't very good, you know, that came out that get discarded. Nobody ever sees the hundreds of those ones that don't ever make it, you know, to the website or to Instagram or, um, to the, to a showroom floor, you know, we don't see any of that stuff. And that is, that is the, um, you know, that is where the growth comes from. That is where the learning process comes from. That is where, um, we thrive in that when we don't quit, you know, do you think if, uh, if Clark took a couple you know, pictures in the beginning when he started this photography company and they were the shitty ones. And he was like, man, I suck as a photographer. I, I quit, you know, he, he, and, and gave up, like he would never have the opportunity to learn and to continue to go on to take these amazing photos and create this awesome documentary that he did. Um, you know, that him and the team did, did at, at right now and have this great thriving, um, photography business capturing these amazing, uh, photos of nature and the ocean. I mean, it's insane, like some of them. And so, and it's also exciting too. Like you can get hurt. I don't know if anyone, like I'm kind of new to, you know, some of the, the, the surf and like the shore break and stuff. I'm learning about it. I'm like all balls deep in it right now too. I'm so interested in it. It's so much fun to learn about. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know a lot of this stuff and I'm continuing to learn in it, but like you can get jacked up in that. Like if you get caught at the top of a wave and get you, I mean, you can get thrown into the sand and break your neck. You could break your back. Like, I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen. It's, it's dangerous. So there, there brings that excitement level to it in addition to capturing these amazing photos at the same time. And so you're always going to have bumps in the road. You're going to have off days. You're going to have um, days where it's not lining up, but the important thing is we get back up and we show up again. Okay. So how, so uh, I'm sure you can see now, I hope so where this is going. It's the same thing with staying sober. It's the same thing with quitting drinking. It's the same thing with eating healthy, you know, which I still struggle with. I've been very open about that and I'm doing much better by the way, which is awesome. You know, I feel better. It's not perfect, but it's better than it was a month ago. It's better, definitely better than it was three months ago. 
you know, I'll still rock some pizza, some in and out here and there, but like my, I can feel my habits. I can feel my, um, I can feel my cravings. I can feel the, the little wins along the way that I celebrate and I can feel change happening actively in me. And it's because I didn't quit because I didn't give up, you know? So if you're struggling and you've had relapses and you've had slip ups and you stay sober for a while and then you go back to it, or maybe it's not the alcohol that you struggle with so much anymore. You got some time and now you struggle with X, Y, or Z, just living life on life's terms. That's kind of some of the things I'm struggling with right now, to be honest. I told, I had a good chat with buddy this week and I kind of told him like, you know, where I'm at in my journey of, you know, cutting out alcohol out of my life. It's not so much that it's difficult to not drink anymore. Um, I, and I, I say that lightly. I always am very vigilant about that. I know I don't have it figured out. I can never drink again. I don't want to ever drink again, but it doesn't bug me like it used to, um, you know, eight, almost eight years in, um, still vigilant with it. Just want to get that across. Um, but for me right now, it's more living life on life's terms and trying to figure how to handle emotions and, um, how to surrender and give up control and all those things that we learn about, you know, when we, when we work a program and we get sober, man, it can be tough some days, you know, it can be tough. But the point is, is, is we don't, we don't give up. And if, uh, you know, if you took one crappy picture and you gave up, you'd never have an opportunity to, to capture these amazing ones. And if you took, you know, if you had one slip or a couple relapses and you just quit and you just went out and just stayed out there, never kept showing up, never kept trying, never kept putting on podcasts, never kept going to meetings. You just quit all that. Eventually, you know, you're, you're, you're never going to get that opportunity to, uh, to, to capture some of the good stuff and stay sober, you know? Um, so check out, like I said, I put the links in here if you want to check out the documentary and I have no uh, connection to Clark. I don't know him personally. I'd, I'd love to have him on the show someday. Who knows? Maybe we will. I'll probably tag him in this when, uh, when, when I post it on uh, social media and stuff, but just, I love the film period and I'm happy to promote it and, um, and to uh, share it with those out there. Cause I, I think that if you, uh, if you're into any kind of water stuff, I think you're going to love it too. So make sure to check it out. Um, so the, the other thing on here that kind of relates to this too, and I'm sure that you can, uh, you know, that you can, um, uh, relate, I guess is Tony Hawk. So as I mentioned earlier, cash and I, a lot of skating this last week, especially got cash, some new pads, which are dope. If you, I took a couple pictures and posted them on, on the Instagram. So if you want to give us a follow on there and check, check them out, you can do that at that sober guy podcast on, uh, on Instagram. Um, but we've been doing a lot of skating, watching a lot of videos. Uh, Cash got his first Thrasher magazine this week, which was so dope. I had fun looking through that yesterday. Just I didn't realize how big the skate scene, um, how much of a, a, um, how much roots came out of San Francisco for the skate scene. I mean, I always knew San Francisco was a big um, was a big part of the skate culture, and especially in the '90s and even in the '80s. And of course, SoCal, you know, too, we watched Dogtown uh, not too long ago, and that's an amazing freaking badass movie too. Um, but looking through this Thrasher magazine, there's a lot of San Francisco stuff because I think Thrasher is actually out of uh, out of San Francisco itself. Um, just some great photos and stuff too, but we, we've been having fun with it and uh, getting out there. You know, I got my dad board, my old Rob Roscop, um, just like 
I don't know what how long the how long is that board? I forgot how much how it is, but it's fat. It's got some big fat fat wheels on it and just cruises. It's like riding a freaking snowboard on on the concrete. And um, so we're kind of browsing around the other day and looking at some things. And uh, somehow Tony Hawk popped up on YouTube, and it was his attempt at the 900 in the X Games Five. And you think about and this was this was the first competition 900 ever landed in you know while while competing and you think about how many times you know tony hawk must have attempted that trick and and all the years and years and years and falls and injuries and um mental just mental madness that goes on leading up to this one moment of the first 900 you know this was a process this took years of practice of attempts of failures and you know like we said we don't necessarily call it a failure until we quit he never quit so technically he didn't fail but if you look at those micro as kind of micro failures in those moments he didn't accomplish what he was trying to accomplish you know at that time but he kept going and he kept going and i think what we'll do i don't know if i can uh, let's see if i can bring that up real quick here yeah, Tony Hawk lands first ever 900 um, skateboard vert best trick at X Games 5 in San Francisco. Yeah, so let me do this. I'll just uh, I'll copy that and I'll put that link to uh, under Clark Little link. So if you want to check out that video, you can do that too. It's in the show notes. I just added it right now. Um, I was going to play it, but I don't think I'm going to do that you can you can check it out yourself but um so obviously what's the point of this and where is this going same same thing he is and i'll just kind of i'll kind of explain the video real quick if you haven't seen it he i mean there's a huge crowd of people around all of his homies all the skaters are around watching they're cheering him on and he is makes uh, you know a few attempts and and doesn't land it and he um you know, he gets real close and then finally at, you know, kind of towards the end of his, of his run, he's running out of time. Um, you can see the look in his eyes as he stands at the, at the top of the, um, the half pipe. And he just like, I don't know. I noticed it. Maybe if you check it out, you might notice it too. There's something that, that hits in his mind and you can see the focus shift and um and he goes for it and and he lands it he lands the 900 and everyone you know is just freaking out and cheering him on and they they rush him it's it's a really an awesome moment in um you know not only just in 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 skate history um but just in a lesson too like how many years and years did that take to lead up to him landing that uh, you know, in, in X games five, and it took a long, long time. It didn't happen overnight. Same thing with quitting, drinking, cutting out alcohol, drugs, living a sober, positive lifestyle, trying to live a better lifestyle, trying to improve. We got to work at it. We got to show up. We got to put the work in. We have to take, uh, advice. Um, it's never going to be perfect. Trust me. I'm the furthest from perfect like i i always i always wonder like what people think like do they think i sit up here and i'm like doing this podcast and i got it all fucking figured out and i just want to say i don't <laughs> i'm the furthest from having it all figured out even after eight years almost eight years of cutting alcohol out of my life like dude like life is 
some days are better than others, you know, but I'll tell you what, any day today is a hell of a lot better than it was eight years ago. And so that's kind of the mentality that I try to try to take on and moving forward, doing the next right thing, staying in the moment, though, like keeping it simple for, for me is probably where it's at. Cause I tend to complicate the heck out of things sometimes, but, um, you know, when, when we're trying to give up and cut that stuff out of our lives, we're going to hit some speed bumps along the way. We're going to have some setbacks. We're going to face some challenges. Um, and so here, here's another point to this. I think that you can, that you can wrap in to this package with Clark Little and with Tony Hawk. Okay. They show up, but not only do they show up, they show up prepared. Do you think Clark Little goes down to, you know, or let's say he's traveling somewhere else to try to catch some waves. Maybe it's not on the island, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, he's taking time out and he's going away for a week to shoot. I don't know. I don't even know if he does it. I think he does. But do you think he just takes one camera with him and just goes and just fit, you know, and and doesn't do any research on what the swells are going to be like? Is there a storm coming in? Like is, you know, what, what, even down to the um, fact of um, what kind of gear do I need to take with me? What are my elements going to be? Where, who am I with? Like same thing with Tony Hawk. Do you think he brings one board to skate on? He might, he might, I don't know, but I'm guessing he probably takes a couple boards. He probably takes a couple sets of pads. Maybe if he's skating some gnarly vert, just in case, you know, he, he studies beforehand. They come, they show up prepared. They show up prepared. Same thing with us trying to stay sober. Do we, do we show up and, and just think that we're going to just quit alcohol one day and it's going to be happily ever after and that's all we need to do no we got to show up we got to do work we got to make connections we got to talk to people we got to work with other people we need to have people around us that understand what we're going through that are sober as well you know we we, we do the the homework maybe we do 12 step maybe we go to church maybe we got a men's group maybe we work with a um a sponsor or a mentor or we have a mastermind group that we're working on. i mean Whatever it is, you're reading books, you're listening to podcasts, you're putting in the work to help set you up for success. Whether you're taking shore break pictures, riding, you know, doing 900s in a vert um, half pipe, or you're trying to cut alcohol out of your life. It's the same concept. And when we look at it from a, a, a concept of a professional, when you can do that, when you can give yourself enough grace and enough love and enough confidence to be able to do that, you can apply those same types of, um, of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Same types of, I don't know, but you feel me. You're probably figuring it out right now. Oh yeah. That's what he's talking about. You know, you, you have that roadmap, you have that um, blueprint, you you're putting in the work and you're preparing preparation. I think maybe was the word I was looking for. You're, you're, you're always trying to be prepared and, and you're also prepared for those setbacks. So when a board breaks, I got another board lined up, you know, when I go into, um, I got to go to my, you know, cousin's wedding one day and there's going to be a full bar there and people getting jacked up and drinking and dancing, and having a good time. Like I, I got to go to that. I'm, there's a reason to be there. You know, I can't hide from alcohol forever. I have a actual legitimate reason to be at this wedding, but there's alcohol around. What do I do? I prepare. I get my sponsor or my, my friend, or I get somebody on speed dial. I'm ready to call. I have an exit plan. You know, I have coffee ready or I have a, um, I like, uh, I like Pellegrino and cranberry, you know, and some lemon. I got a drink prepared for me that I know I'm going to sip on while I'm there. So I'm not having those urges. I come prepped. 
I'm, 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 I'm gamer. I'm a gamer. I'm ready to play. You know what I mean? And that's the mentality that we have to take into, um, you know, if we're going to have success one day and, uh, and, and be able to, to cut alcohol out like period, and not only just cut alcohol out, but also live a good, healthy, spiritually, physically, mentally lifestyle. It ain't going to be perfect. Let me just say that again. It's not going to be perfect. I can promise you that, you know, nothing is perfect no matter what you do. You know, you're always going to have those things, but it's the important thing is that when, when things go wrong or they don't work out, we don't freak out about them. And I, I do it still. I still freak out about shit. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know who I'm apologizing to. Maybe myself, you know, it's, it's tough, dude. It's tough. But the progress that I've made, we we talk about that progress, not perfection. You know, the progress I've made over this time by continuing to talk about my stuff and try to get it out and try to reflect on it, try to meditate on it, pray about it, write, write about it, all the things that's the type of stuff that sets me up for success. And I can take those principles and apply them in other aspects of my life. I mean, look at how this all, this applies to skating, to photography, to recovery, to riding a bike, to work, uh, you know, uh, dealing with this stuff at work, um, dealing with regular life stuff, you know, and that, that's kind of, that's, kind of the secret right there is applying this stuff in our, in our regular lives. And you can do it. Like you can do it. You can have success. You can have freedom from alcohol. You can have freedom from self. Um, you know, if you practice at it, just like anything else. So one, one last thing I was going to, I have this on the list too, and I'll dive into it. I'll just, I'll keep it really quick. Um, was cash and I, we got to, so Jess and the, uh, Jess and Lucy were gone for a few days visiting some family and, uh, and Jess, uh, worked a little bit. Um, and so cash and I had like, like a few days just to just do dude stuff, you know? Um, and we had a really, really, really great time. Lots of skating, um, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. And, uh, we also got in around a golf and, so Cash has only golfed a couple of times and he's, you know, he's, he's six, he'll be seven here soon. Um, but he, uh, we got up there and the first, you know, the first couple of swings, he completely missed the ball. You know, he didn't even, he didn't even make contact with it and he got really down on himself about it, you know? And I told him, I said, dude, I'm, you know, I suck at golf. I shouldn't say I suck. That's bad. Negative self-talk. Right. But I I'd like to think I'm, I should be better than I am. Let's put it like that. You know, and I can still shoot it in the eighties here, here and there. So it's not too bad. Like I have some good shots. I have fun more than anything. And that's why I play, you know, continue to play golf, but cash at one point, you know, right after a couple of these swings, you know, he started to get upset and God only made me good at bodyboarding and drawing <laughs> and I'm cracking up. And I said, bud, man, like you're, you've only played golf a couple of times. We've been out to the range a few times. He's played a round or two with me before it had been a couple of months since we'd been out said, you're just going to come out and show up and and be, you know, amazing. Like you got to practice at it. And so we took some swings and, you know, a couple of holes in, finally he was hitting the ball again and he was super juiced and having fun and stuff too. And, And that's the type of stuff that we have to fight through those things, those mental roadblocks. And we have to push through those and, and, and accept them and sit in them and go, man, I, you know, I did miss that missed that shot. I swung like crap or I hit a bad one or took a bad picture. I took a spill on my bike or my skateboard, but I'm going to get back up. You know, I, I took a slip up and drank one day, you know, like it, it happens, you know, and we have to be honest about it. 
and we got to pick up um, where you know right where we're at and and continue going down the path of um, improvement you know continue going down the path of bettering ourselves and putting in the work to do that so how many times did Clark Little and Tony Hawk fail before they got it right a shitload I guess that would be the answer many many times and like I said I don't know either of them personally but I'm sure that I'm confident in saying they would they would say the exact same thing and um, you know it's important that we get back up when we when we fall down and we keep going because the only time we fail is when we quit plain and simple. I hope something spoke to you today. I appreciate you guys. Uh, you can check us out at thatsoberguide.com. Join us on Locals, the the, uh, the private sober community on there. Would love to see you in there. And then uh, once again, at That Sober Guy Podcast on Instagram. Share the podcast with a friend. Love you guys. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean. Recording stopped.